Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's March 16th. It's your Impact Wrestling Post Show. I am Atrol Pearl. And as always, maybe it's been a while because I feel like I haven't been, as always, joined by the one and only, my rider, Die Cresta Star. Cresta, welcome back. Are you feeling tip top again? I am feeling like Rick just, I want to be your lover. <laughs> I'm so glad to actually be off the floor. I could watch wrestling without having like pus in my eyes. I was so sick. I don't know what happened, but hopefully I'm skinnier and the power of this mustache. It's going to get you there. Oh my God. It does things. <laughs> That's amazing. If you're listening in audio, you can leave the five stars or you can go to youtube.com slash Fightful and you can absolutely see what Crest is wearing because, buddy, it's a treat. I'm only here for the people. Call me uh, Joe Hendry. I'm living my very best life. You say my name and my mustache appears. This is your fault. I wasn't going to do this. True. And you called me a coward. So I, that's not me. So I had to let you let you know. Well, we're here to talk about Impact for March 16th. It's 316 Day, also known as Owen Hart Day. Next week is Impact Sacrifice. Uh, I Normally, I, I have to... I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, let's try that. Take two. Next week is Impact... Sacrifice! 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 Thank you. And we're back. And uh, we're going to be doing a post show for that next Friday night, along with our Impact post show. And then the week after that is March 30th, which also happens to be a Thursday. So... The Multiverse of Matches post-show will effectively be our regular Impact post-show. We got to be busy, hefty, hefty, hefty. We're going to start at like one in the morning if I have any inkling as to how long that show might go. I'm looking forward to it, though. 
So am I. It's going to be real good. And maybe y'all want to uh, toss a thumbs up on this video and maybe y'all want to donate a super chat, get your question or statement read on the air. Be like our pal Jambeard who starts us off saying we need Joel Pearl singing. There are videos of me singing on the internet. I promise they exist, including on Fightful Scraps. So go over there. Uh, Or you can donate a Humper Chat over at HumperChats.com. We got a line on those. Cresta, tell them about the Humper Chats. Get them all psyched. You head on over to HumperChats.com, brother, and you put in any dollar amount, and we will read it for you live on air as my mustache tries to touch my nose. We get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds, and you help us stay on air, brother. Y'all gonna see some movie magic because my mustache is not staying down. I apologize for nothing. This is amazing. I'm here for this. Let's get right into it. BTI opens up with, of course, our old pal George Iceman, who's still out in the field in the desert. Or this in man was on location tonight. He thinks he's everywhere and nowhere all at once. Anyway, he brings up the fact that BCO and Edward Edwards fought in the desert and PCO was hit by a car. Who was the driver? Who could it be? Does Edward Edwards have a secret alliance? Who could want to do away with PCO? I mean, a lot of people want to do away with Edward Edwards, but we'll find out a little bit more about the PCO and Edward Edwards saga later. Because, yeah. That was a... When I saw the recap, because I didn't watch um, Impact last week, but when I saw the recap of somebody hitting him, I was like, wait a minute, we're helping Edward Edwards? What happened? (laughs) I look away for one moment, one week impact, and people are getting hit by a car. Oh, you must not be familiar with the time Conan had a kid run over by a car. Excuse me? Yeah, no, that happened. Eddie Kingston was working for the promotion back then. Oh, that, that makes sense. LAX was there. The OGs were there. It was a great time in impact wrestling. Go back and watch that. I don't think I want to watch Child Vehicular. <laughs> it survived. It's fine. The kid survived. The match we open up with tonight is Champagne Singh, formerly Raj Singh, who's now struck it big in Vegas, taking on Ziggy Dice. First of all, I love it, Cresta, when a wrestler strikes it big in Vegas, and that is their brand new character. I love it. Come on. The best. <laughs> Uh, this was this was a really fun match, and I'm going to do my journalistic due diligence as Tom Hannafin did. Mm-hmm. Penzer announces DJ Ocho from Latino Mix 99.3 KRGT as bringing swinger and dice down to the ring and then hannafin gets on the, the the microphone and he says actually this is dj adrian heavyweight hernandez from 1140 the bet kxst and then when sing comes down with his entourage uh-huh. Shira, it, that's dj ocho so everyone got all messed up because it wouldn't be an impact show with a little bit of screw up right you have to get spice it is impact like you said impact can only go 90 percent the extra 10%, you ask it for too much. It's true. You'll never get 100%. And sometimes it's the imperfections that make us perfect. Take this mustache that won't stay down, that is literally poking me in my septum. <laughs> this match had some imperfections of its own, but it was largely entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champagne, Champagne Singh coming out with over 500 Swarovski crystals, crystals on his gear tonight. And wearing red bottoms, he got them Louboutin boots. And by the way, he legitimately has red bottoms on those boots. I was looking and I was laughing. I think it's so funny and so stupid. Do you think he spray painted them like uh, like Raywall was saying? God, I hope so. I really do. I have to say tonight on commentary, Raywall was on a tear. (laughs) He was just so mean. (laughs) 
<laughs> we had Gia Miller for this opening contest, so she was she was kind of like I am the fashionista. But anyway, uh, somebody said he spray painted it backstage. <laughs> I mean, it was probably Gia. So. <laughs> <laughs> she gets snarky. She gets spicy too. Uh, Zicky Dice had a kind of rough monkey flip that Champagne Singh had trouble doing the flip over, mm-hmm. and he just kind of screams, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and the sensors get it. Uh, there's an eye poke, and they swing wildly. I like that uh, that Zicky Dice takes the eye poke, mm-hmm. and then he his immediate reaction is, "I'm just going to swing." Because eventually I might just punch the guy. There's good stuff there. They do a double clothesline. They both go down. Zicky gets a kip up, which I think surprised a lot of people. Zicky Dice is like surprisingly agile. He's just he's yeah. a bigger dude. You get it. Um, it's an entertaining match. Singh wins with what he calls now the champagne pop, which is like a powerbomb set up into like a DDT fall. It looks really good. Um, it's just one of those moves where Singh's a smaller guy. So in the wrestling business, there's that whole like, can you hit it on everybody? Uh-huh. Um, so I wonder if he can, but in terms of this match, it looked really good. Uh, what do you think of the match? Is there anything you want to add to this BTI opener? It's a regular match. Uh, I did miss seeing Zicky Dice be a jabroni all over the ring. Um, I kind of think it'd be interesting to see Zicky Dice start winning and Johnny Swinger hasn't won anything yet. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's a match. I don't have anything else to add, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I liked it, but it's a match. We'll talk a lot more about Zicky Dice and Swingman. Yes. <laughs> later tonight. Jambi over the Super Chat. Joel is a proud Canadian. You better recognize my profile picture. Apparently, it's nightmare fuel to some chatters. That, Cresta, I don't expect you to know who Snit is. No, girl. That looks like that does look like nightmare fuel or the last boss from Earthbound. So YTV, which was like the kids' channel in Canada, had uh, a, the the they called them VJs or DJs that were video jockeys and they were kids VJs. And then there was this thing called snit where the afternoon hours when the kids come home from school, he would be like the sidekick. And apparently snits like coming back because nostalgia, we were kids back then and now we're all in our, you know, late twenties and thirties. So snit is the guy I grew up with snit. He reminds me of what I guess the American version would be stick stickly on Nick in the afternoon. There you go. I'll take that. Hey, listen, we all grew up with something on the TV, right? Yeah. I mean, my TV wasn't black and white, so I, I wouldn't know. Impact opens with Gresham. <laughs> you know, this is okay. you, my wife, I swear to God, I'm not that old. Oh, and by the way, actually, yeah. So uh, Mike from Indeed, by the way, check out Indeed on uh, on Fightful Overbooked. Uh, PJ Phil, he's not just training to wrestle. He is a former super kick. That's a Toronto indie tag team champion. Mm-hmm. He and and the man is all of like fifty something years old. Yeah, five five foot nothing and kicking ass in the ring. So anytime anyone can get it. I will never say anything about nobody's height. From a very young age, Ray Mysterio showed me that height is nothing. Height means nothing. That's so. right. Anyway, Gresham Speedball versus Decay. It's Crazy Steve and Black Tortoise. This is a great match. This is such a fun, high flying, toe biting match. Yes, uh, so much fun. <laughs> Gresham randomly hitting a forearm to the back of Taurus's head as he's blocking Crazy Steve while Speedball's going for the pin. I like little things like that. The around the world kick, as we call it, apparently Veda Scott calls it the tornado kick. <coughs> I was wrong. Uh, Speedball gets that onto Taurus and then goes for ultimate weapon. And then you can see in the back of the shot that Crazy Steve's being held back again, mm-hmm. which I really love. Uh, and then that ends up getting the win. It's uh, Speedball pinning Black Taurus. 
the two men, the winners, they kind of smack each other with honor on the arm, and then eventually they shake hands. And then later on, we get a match set up. It's going to be Gresham and Speedball 2 at Sacrifice in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. If you didn't know, that's where they're going to have Sacrifice um, in Windsor, Ontario, Canada for the first time since, you know, the pandemic. Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Sacrifice where? In Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Oh, wow. I don't think I caught that, though. Where is it going to be at? One more time. Uh, tell me about this match, and did you enjoy it? <laughs> um, so I did like that Speedball Mike Bailey and Gresham were working together in tandem, especially with Gresham being so selfless, which selfless, which I thought was really nice. It is about time someone messed with Speedball's toes. Why are you wrestling with no shoes? I'm always here for a good heel spot. When he bit his toe, I popped because I'll always be wishing for it. I wish for that. Or when I see Matt Riddle, someone step on his toe. I'm like, mm, I can't wait. Um, I, I don't like that Decay lost, but I understand why. Um, I like that it did set up the match later on, but I also was like, I wouldn't mind seeing Gresham and uh, Speedball in a tag team. But then again, these are just really two superb wrestlers that I always want to see wrestle together. You know what I mean? So overall, I thought the match was good. I can't wait to see them both at sacrifices. That one's going to be good. The last one they did was good. So this is going to be great. I can't wait. And I'm hoping for a third one. I hope this one ends up with Speedball winning. So there's a third match later on. So, so I think that's where we're going to go. And on top of that, you can, you can go one of two ways with it. I like the idea of both men having each other's numbers, but also respecting each other so much that mm -hmm. they continue teaming up and maybe eventually get themselves a tag team title shot against Ace of Base or whoever holds the tag titles at the time. Yeah. Whether or not they do that or they do something that's like, we're one and one and now the winner is going to be the number one contender for the, either the X division or the world championship after rebellion. I'd be fine with that too. But okay. But I do agree with you. This match is probably going to go for a second or for a third, I should say, with Speedball getting the win at Sacrifice. I don't see why not. If I'm going to piggyback off of, <clears throat> sorry, what you said about them teaming up again, I could see them teaming up, challenging Ace of Bays, losing, and then being mad at each other for the loss. And that's how you set up the third match. And it gives Ace and Bay a really good tag team victory over a, well, not so much an established team, but a really good team in general. And to, to me, that's worth its weight in gold. That's a good rub for everybody. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with that. I think that's a really good way to go. Jim uh, Miller's backstage with Kazarian Swan and Josh Alexander. Uh, Josh mentions that the team, those three are sharing seven tag title reigns, seven mm -hmm. X division championship reigns and three world title reigns. That's a pretty impressive group of guys right there. Uh, and then of course, Macklin has an air tag on that impact world championship. So he comes and walks into the shot and he's just like, uh, I, I can see that you're tagging with these non threats. Cause you've already beat them. And of course, Swan gets in Macklin's face and is like, we can settle this right now. Macklin's like, nah, nah, we're cool. He walks off. Uh, the, the Macklin head games, became a huge uh, a huge thing tonight, especially in the finish of the main event, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but I don't hate when Macklin comes into these particular segments. Yeah, it makes sense because I feel like a lot of the times before Macklin felt like he wasn't being heard. And when you have someone like Bully Ray who was interrupting, it was kind of just seemed nonsensical. This is like making a point. He's always going to be in your back of your mind or in your ear. Like, Alexander, you've been ducking me. I'm tired of you ducking me. Furthermore, <clears throat> you're surrounding yourself around 
NPCs, for the lack of a better word, especially people that I've beat, people you've beat. So what's going on? Are you scared? You don't want to put yourself along with me so I can't keep an eye on you? I, I get it. I get it. And um, it kind of shows Alexander's weakness. And while I don't like it, I do like the idea that Macklin could be the one to take it off Alexander. And not because I don't want Alexander to be champion, but I find myself in not just this promotion, many promotions, like you guys need a break. You've been champs for a very long time. Go be a family man for like a couple of weeks. Come back. I'm ready for a second run. You know what I mean? But it'll be, it, it's giving me, like you said, it sets the seeds for the main events, but it's giving me the idea that are you going to lose it at sacrifice? <laughs> it's entirely possible. We're going to find out. <laughs> We're going to uh, find out today. Not today. Uh, the 24th, 5th. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Gio Miller is backstage again with Giselle Shaw, J. Vidal, and Savannah Evans. Uh, Giselle's like, I wasn't unsuccessful in my match for the knockout title last week because Deanna cannot beat Mickey James. She's making sure Giselle doesn't, and that's because Deanna is J.E. Ellis. She's jealous. And then Sacrifice, they announced it's going to be Deanna versus Giselle Shaw. I'm into that. Very excited for that. We'll run down the card later on. Uh, and then in enroll our favorites, Zicky Dice and Swingman. Oh, baby. They challenged Gia to the match for Swingman's first win. And Gia's like, no. And then Jay's like, whoa, that's a clash of styles. The only thing clashing here is your outfit, to which Swingman calls Jay Vidal, Adrian Street's seamstress. And Dice is like, wait a minute. I got an idea. This guy's on the active re- on the active roster, but he's not a wrestler. So why don't you go ahead and face him, Swingman? They're pointing at Jay Vidal. And Swingman's like, that's perfect. I can beat you in under a minute. They drive off. And then Giselle turns to Jay Vidal and says, do they actually know that you're a wrestler? I love this segment. This is so stupid. This segment was hilarious. What really sent me is at the end when they pointed at him, he said, off to San Martino's office. I'm like, yo, you're, you are collectively the worst. <laughs> the two of you. It was so stupid because I'm thinking to myself too, like, bro, you don't watch the product. Jay Vidal can wrestle. How do you think he got here? <laughs> oh, God. Well, they, they have their match a little later on. Let's, you know what? Screw it. Let's talk about it. Uh, Jay Vidal, by the way, looks just fantastic. Yes, mm. he is a legitimate wrestler, and he's very good at it. He takes it to Swingman, and Swingman is acting shocked the entire time. Uh, <laughs> eventually, Swingman gets a cheap shot in after Zicky Dice gets thrown out, and then Swingman goes after Jay Vidal, gets him in a camel clutch, and then Savannah Evans pulls out Jay Vidal, and then Sean Evans get thrown out. And then Deanna Perrazzo shows up and tries to beat down Giselle Shaw. But then Evans stops her. Security keeps him apart. Jay Vidal hits a single leg drop kick, gets the win. This is like a, a stupid match. But it starts off really great. And it's a great showcase for Jay Vidal while Swingman looks like an idiot. What do you think of the match? I have to point out the highlight of the match was right in the beginning when Jay Vidal hit him with that drop kick. Zicky Dice goes into that corner. That's Zicky Dice. I'm sorry. Johnny Swinger runs and falls into the corner and looks at Zicky Dice and says, why did you tell me this kid could work? I died. <laughs> I died. I was like, yo. <laughs> Johnny Swinger, I want him to challenge for the championship, even if he wins it for a day. <laughs> I think what he's doing right now with this stupid run, this is the true last rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> this is the true last rodeo. <laughs> This is so good. This is so good. At this point, I 
I low key want him to legitimately get the fifty wins and become champ for at least at least a day, at least a day, at least one. <laughs> he deserves it. This is funny. This is funny. And like you said, Jay Madonna looked great, and <laughs> Swinger looked like a jabroni in the process. <laughs> man deserves just. That's so funny. It's I'm so glad you got me on this swing man tricks. I remember when I first started watching, I was like, I cannot take this man. And you're like, wait, you'll be sorry. And now look at me being sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I just want to see, I want to see him get that one win. And then he just over celebrates. <laughs> and then he just, he's going to go over to Santino or to, if, if, uh, if Scott Demore is back in time, if dad's back in time, he's just like, can I have my title shot now? I got my win. And then they're just like, we said 50. And he's like, I don't care. I got my win. I think we could doctor some footage. I think uh, it's time for us to do some dishonest investigative journalism. We're working on some deep fakes here. For <laughs> yes. Yes, me and you will put on the swinger Zicky Dice costume. Hashtag deep fakes for swing man. I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's talk about Steve Macklin versus Heath. There's not a lot to talk about here because this match is just a match to show how relentless and aggressive Steve Macklin is. Heath gets like five moves in yeah. and that's it. And then tag him, bag him, mayhem for all KIA Macklin wins. And it's that's it. And then my favorite part is like Heath walking up selling as like, Macklin's just kind of there in the ring celebrating and waiting for them to finish the segment. Heath was just like in and out, doesn't care, got his ass beat, and that's it. Anything to add to this match? Because it was very one-sided. I don't, because all I wrote was, for Steve Macklin versus Heath, Heath is going to die. That's all it was. Sorry, Heath. it, It was fine in that we knew that Macklin needed like that Mm. aggressive victory it continues to make him look good and that's yeah. what we have to do on the way to rebellion because we have a big title match between josh alexander and steve macklin we gotta and, and then on top of that like he's got to look really good because josh alexander might not be and we're about to talk about a little bit more mm-hmm. why that matters uh, as we get to the main event but let's uh let's fast forward death dolls are in the back and uh, Rosemary saying that Killer Kelly wasn't interested in their deal, but the Coven are now involved in their web. Jessica gets excited at the uh, the mention of magic again, and then mentions like, "I love the tarot cards. I love all this stuff. It's so fun. I love that segment last week. I'm glad that they played it off again this week." Taya is like, "Why don't you and I, Rosemary, handle the match, and then Jessica, you can enjoy what you enjoy most: bottomless mimosas." And Jessica's like, yay, she's a child. She's Ralph Wiggum, and it's perfect. She goes running off. She frolics away. And then Taya's like, we got to keep Jessica away from the magic because she can't figure out that she's actually Havoc. And Rosemary's like, nope, that's a you problem. You're creating this issue. I don't care if Havoc comes back. And that's that's it. Have, it Jessica's just like, hey, y'all coming? And that's the end of the segment. Um, now that we know that Taya is done with impact effectively immediately (laughs) i mean they might play off a couple of things to write her off officially Uh on next week's show but uh we'll talk about the knockouts tag match in a minute this has got to be the beginning of the end we got to be foreshadowing something right i mean i don't know i will say i'm a little bit jaded by this because Uh, i felt i felt like aw spoiled this for me man 
<laughs> and I, I'm happy for Taya, but I wish that it wasn't so unceremonious. You know what I mean? I wish that there was a little bit way to put a nice bow on it because we had fears that it was going to be, she's going to turn back to Havoc right away and then Taya. And then they made a beautiful little story of it. And just for it to be like, it's kind of a little disappointing, but I get it. Um, now I feel like if Death Dolls, well, well, I guess they would just be Death Dolls or Decay again. Um, if they just want to go at it as a regular duo, I could see it. And you have Jessica come back as Havoc. I could see it. But at the same time, it does. It just, it's, Yesterday's show sucked the wind out of this segment for me personally. Well, if you don't want the wind sucked out of you. <laughs> you said suck. suck. You can go ahead and subscribe to Fightful Select where we do have notes on Ty Valkyrie joining AEW, what kind of led to that decision and 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 how we knew. And also um, news and notes from Dynamite last night that include Soraya, who got fined for saying the word twat on national television. Uh, it's real. Soraya did tweet about it. And we have more information about what came from that incident and the things that the outsiders might be doing over on FIFOSelect.com. Five bucks gets you in. Uh, you want Vince McMahon to basically do the most Vince McMahon thing ever back at WrestleMania 35, including wanting to split up the New Day on multiple occasions. And also when asked about certain other storylines saying, well, fuck them. Well, you can get that at Fightful Select for five bucks. Or you just want to ask Grapsity. You want to ask the guys every other week about their favorite who knows what and what what does who. You can do that at FightfulSelect.com or Sour Graps twice a week. Alex, sometimes Alex and Kate. And Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie. A whole bunch of stuff. A whole lot of stuff for FightfulSelect.com. Five bucks. Best in the business, baby. Best in the business, baby. Get all your scoops here. They're going to report what we're saying anyway. That's right. That's right. Oh, by the way, M.A. Soko, as I said it, saying is Taya, Taya AEW, Taya EW's fear of magic foreshadowing her fate. I think that's where we're going. And I'm fine with it. Because if if they knew that they were going to be writing off Taya, now's the time. I see what's happening here and uh, a life for a life. That's what I see what's happening here. You ever, you ever watch anime, Joel? Continue. Um, all right. Well, there's a, there's this anime called Full Metal Alchemist and there's this thing called Equivalent Exchange. If you get Havoc back, what are you going to give up for Havoc? Can't be just Jessica. It's got to be Taya too. To the Shadow Realm, Yugi. <laughs> We're sending Taya to the Undead Realm forever and ever as the prisoner of uh, Father James Mitchell. Yep. You and uh, Eric Yunker hold hands. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't really want them to kill off Taya. I'd rather they just hold her just in case she comes back at one point. But this is also Impact Wrestling. Do you really die? And do you ever leave if you don't die? Impact kills you and keeps you dead. Yes. PCO got buried in the desert. No, he was already dead. He was we, already dead. We also saw him raise his arm up when he wasn't really dead. We didn't see Eric Young die. We just saw him get stabbed. <laughs> this is the only place. <laughs> this is the only place where they kill you and you're done and that's it. That's the ball game. 
Well, either way, I, I do think that uh, Ty is going to go to the shadow room, Yugi. And uh, if she wants to come back, she might come back as a Sue Young. I don't know. Spooky shenanigans. Taylor Wilded. I don't know. I'd be here for it. A spooky Ty of Valkyrie. She could. Oh, that's not. That name is taken. I said she could be Valhalla, but nah, that's already taken. Well, I mean, she could be. She'd probably be a better version of it. Anyway, so the designer backstage and uh, Sammy's talking about how uh, sorry, uh, Diener's talking about how Sammy wanted to join something bigger than himself. He wanted to join the design. Except for step five, Callahan tried to earn their trust. And then since day one, people have said that this is all a ploy. Maybe it is a ploy. But that question might need answering because last week was step six and Callahan lost his match. And then in runs Sammy Callahan and he's yelling and screaming. He's like, how can I pass step six when the angels and cons screwed me? And then Diener's like, well, step six wasn't about you beating Rhino. It was about taking your punishment like a man. And then the design hadn't forgot that, you know, Callahan cost Khan his match at no surrender versus Frankie Kazarian. So Callahan's like, I'll take my punishment like a man. The segment was okay. It didn't really wow me. What did you think? I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say this. I'm kind of getting bored. I don't, I like, I want to see where this is going. And at this point, I'm like, it can't be anything besides Sammy turning on him. It can't be anything else. Because at this point, this is, doesn't, um, it don't make no sense. Like, this is, I, I, I don't know. It's, I'm sorry, I got mustache hair in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of getting to that point where I was with um, Honor No More where it kind of just seems like a little repetitive and a lull. So I'm either ready for it to take it to next gear or something's got to give. Cause like it's so it's more, it's trepidation more than anything else. And I don't know. I, 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 am I, am I missing something? I'm willing to be wrong here. I did take a week off. I could still have worms in my brain. No, I don't think you're wrong. I think there's, there's a little bit of um, killing time to get to rebel. I think rebellion is where they pay all of this off. And mm -hmm. That's kind of the only spot they can do it because they're not going to do it in multi multiverse of matches. They're not going to yes. do it in sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, and because of multiverse of matches, it kind of messes up whatever plans they had going into sacrifice because now they have a live show and it's just, yeah, it, it's a weird, it's a weird transitional time for them because of this big New Japan and Impact show. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because I like, I normally typically like the design and their segments, but tonight just felt like. I don't know. There was a better way to do that. Instead of having your team effectively lose, you could have just jumped them in the ring. You know what I mean? I don't see the point of that. And if anything, it doesn't make you, it doesn't, it doesn't do what you think you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't want to move on to this one. Tommy dreamers in the back talking to somebody and then walks Mickey James. Mickey James says next week, it's Tommy and Mickey versus bully and Masha. I'm like, Oh, please God, don't do this. Mickey protests, which I'm like, yes, please, God, do that. And Tommy's like, no, I want to do it. And then in walks Jordan Grace, and she's like, um, maybe Mickey shouldn't be taking this tag match a day before a sacrifice, because if Mickey's not careful, she'll wind up tapping out again. And, of course, Mickey's protest is that, you know, Tommy and Bully have their match at sacrifice, and it's a busted open match, which, as I mentioned a billion times, is really just a first blood match, which they confirmed tonight, finally. Uh, a busted open match is a first blood match, FYI, so here you go. Uh, this segment is basically me dreading this match next week. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I don't get it. Why Mickey got to be sucked into this? Oh, Why Mickey Masha got to be sucked into this? Masha is the question. Mickey is part of the Busted Open crew. So she's stuck on the island with them because she's on the show. Masha Slamovich is not on the damn show. She's stuck on the island. Okay. But Masha, you don't watch the product. Everybody who helps Bully Ray gets... <laughs> like, like, you don't watch the product? What's happening here? I, I, I don't understand this. I get it, but I feel like there's a better interesting way to insert Mickey and Masha than than this. I again I why how Masha get dragged into this? I do what she do? What she do? What she do? <laughs> Bully approached her and was nice to her and she hates Mickey James. And Mickey James beat her at no surrender, so she's still out for blood. Masha, you got beat by Jordan Grace too. There's a lot of people who beat. Oh, okay, there's two people that beat you. But I like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 
You don't watch the product. Bully Ray screws over everybody. You don't watch the product. No, they don't have it in Russia. I don't think she. You know what? I'm not gonna touch that one. You almost got me, gal. She's from Russia. I have to assume she's from Russia. She lives there. She comes over every time there's a taping. Every Thursday, she just hops on a plane. She got mad frequent flyer miles. Is Masha Slamovich? I'm sure nothing is going to prevent her from flying across the seas of Russia happening right now. Nothing at all. No, nothing. <laughs> By the way, I agree with chat. They should have just called it a first blood match, but unfortunately, they had to get the branding in for Busted Open. So it is a Busted Open match because Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray are on a show called Busted Open Radio. Yeah, I better hope somebody don't bleed before the other one because if Bully Ray bleeds even a little bit, I'm like, we're in a bout, we're in a bout. <laughs> I, honestly, that's that's the hardest part about a first blood match, too, is that you if you have two people who are like quick to bleed or someone nicks you accidentally, then guess what? You got to figure out a way to clean up this match and, and start again. They got to make something up if they don't, you know, if they if they bleed too early or if they don't bleed enough. Like it's it's a little it's it's difficult. Blood, you already know I'm, I'm not interested in this match because it's going to be me the whole time. Um. But that's I'm, always been a fear of mine with those matches. I'm going to be the same for different reasons, though. I'm just going to be like, is it over yet? Is it over yet? I just don't want to watch it. Is it over yet? Is it over yet? I don't know. Oh, my God, Emmys. <laughs> Busting makes them feel good. Did it, did it, did it. Well, this show is officially off the rails, so let's move on to the most <laughs> off-the-rails segment of the night. Edward Edwards comes out. This is, by the way, uh, after we had multiple segments of PCO walking through Vegas, mm. screaming, Eddie! With a, a shovel behind him being dragged. Anyway, Eddie Edwards is like, I will no longer let the past st stay in the past. After <laughs> no more. The past is up until this moment. It no longer matters. It's time to focus on myself. It's time to focus on the future at Impact. And that's what I've been trying to do. But these people will not let me do that. It's time for changes. It's time for things to come to an end. And after last week, it's officially over. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. PCO is alive and well. He comes out and everyone's shocked and scared. And then Kenny King hits PCO from behind with a shovel. Was Kenny King driving the car? Is that what we're going with? I don't I think thought so. it was Lish. I will stand by your man. That's what I thought. 100%. Um, I, I thought the past was behind you. Honor no more victory tour. Honor some more. <laughs> Honor a little bit. <laughs> so Eddie and Honor's Tim, open again. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're on the wrong show. Honor a little bit. Go ahead. I was going to say. Uh, so Eddie and King are back together again. So Honor No More never dies, especially if you watch at 7 p.m. Eastern on Honor Club and then watch the post show here on Fightful at 9 p.m. There, Eddie and King, they're just giving us the plugs. PCO goes after King, but Edwards uses a chair. PCO fights back. Both men are just trying to take down PCO. It's just a big old beatdown. They do some cool spots here and there. And then they do the the, the Boston knee party onto the chair, onto uh, PCO's face. And that looks gnarly. Mm -hmm. And then they follow it up with a kendo stick onto the chair. And that looked weak AF, and I wish they had kind of reversed it. Okay, I, I can see what you mean. It just I didn't mean, look good. It didn't look as impactful. P 
PCO was no selling the whole time. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. If he was no selling everything, so nothing kind of looked the Boston Knee Party looked cool, but also he got up like two seconds later. It's like I eat those. I get it, but like <laughs> PCO was being a jerk, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But he was no selling. That's definitely faced him. It's true. I mean, it's really true. So we're obviously gonna have to do this match again, or some semblance of a PCO match with Kenny King and. Eddie Edwards, sure. I mean, at this point, you cannot blame Ring of Honor for not rehiring because the show is still there. You can show up. From what I understand, Willie, you out here about to beat people up and go get you some. So, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe, I mean, maybe they might be a cute little tag team. I wouldn't hate it. I, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt because I do like the work that Kenny King has done since Honor No More broke up. I'm not just gonna dunk on them, and I feel like maybe it might give Eddie Edwards something to revitalize. But then who gonna work with PCO? Father James Mitchell? Hopefully not. That's not gonna be good. No, Johnny P- Swinger? <laughs> PCO needs a friend. That's really all it comes down to. I know who could be his friend. Say his name and. He appears. PCO just needs some Joe Hendrick. Well, at least we got us <laughs> to our next segment. Victor Kozlov's in the house. My God, it's Kozlov. We haven't seen him since WWE, but he was there. And Dango marks out shortly after Kozlov leaves his shot. And then Santino's like, my name is free. It's been free, so I own it. You can't say his name. But you can say his name. And then Henry shows up and is say his name and he appears. Anyway, we all believe in Joe Henry. Henry's like, I want to invoke my rematch clause. And Santino's like, you have the title. So what rematch clause? He's like, not my rematch clause. I want to invoke Brian Myers' rematch clause because I beat him. And after what Musa Myers did to me last week, I want to beat Myers' ass, therefore invoking his rematch clause. Santino's like, I respect it, and I make the match for sacrifice. And then Dango is getting weird, and he's like, I'm a huge fan. If you ever need me to hold a gun for you or make out with or, or, or do a or do a thing, or maybe if you want to. Uh, anyway, I, I, I just love you so much. You're so wonderful. And, and it's super awkward. And then for some reason, they make the match next week. It's Musa Myers versus Henry and Dango. And then Dango's like, hey, you want to hang out later? You want to you wanna go for you wanna go to the slot machines or something? And Henry's like, I got plans. I got something to do. And then Dango's like, no, it's cool. I, I, I got to go. Um, I got to go hang out with my kid. Go. What is his voice? I don't know. He's super serious. That's Dango, right? <laughs> super serious wrestler Dango. He's marking out. I mean, I love any segment with Joe Henry. 10 out of 10 in Tokyo Dome. Um I, I mean, I don't get, I mean, Dango's just been a mark since he got here. If you think about it, he's sucking up to, to Bruno San Martino. You over here. I'm over this mustache right now. I give up. It's not staying on. Sorry, y'all. The, the lies, the lies. I don't know when they stop with me. The lies. Um, he was marking out with everyone. And I, I think it'd be cute to see them next week in the tag team. Cause Dango really, for all the jokes, he's really athletic. He's such a good wrestler, you know? And I do think that it was really clever of Joe Henry to just nip it in the bus. Like I'm going to invoke his rematch cause. If you're a motivational speaker, you're going to be motivated to get the jump on your opponent. So I know you're going to ask for it back anyway. And I'd rather be done with you. I like it. By the way, Emma Sulko asking, does Canada have deserts? No, we don't. But global warming is a thing. So someday we may actually have deserts. I did not know that. I didn't know Canada didn't have a desert. Not officially. We have a lot of mountains. I'll be out, uh, out in Calgary eventually where the mountains are 
plentiful and beautiful or something. Anyway, knockouts tag titles on the line. The Coven team of Taylor Wilde and Kylan King take on the Death Dolls. It's Rosemary and Taya this time. The Coven are the new knockouts tag team champions to the surprise of no one if you watched Dynamite on Wednesday night. Um, like I said, as we did the lead into this episode, uh, once again, Tony Khan ruined another impact story. Agreed. Agreed. And it, you know, it kind of sucks. I wish that they had just kind of put it off for a week or something. I just felt weird. Um, I do really like that Kylan King spent most of the match in the match and mm-hmm. fighting in the matches. I think it was really okay. good, especially because she's brand new. She signed a contract. She is perfect for that. Uh, the interaction with Rosemary is really good uh, with, with, with Kylan King and Rosemary. And then Kylan King hits a huge German suplex on Ty of Valkyrie. Rosemary gets a great spear on Taylor Wilde. And then King hits what I love this finish. It's a, a pump handle inverted suplex that Kylan King hits on Ty of Valkyrie gets the pin and we have new knockouts, tag titles, tag champions. Uh, what do you think of the match? What do you think of this whole Kylan King stuff? Much like the segment earlier, because of AEW, it kind of sucked the air out of this. I think if I didn't know that Taya came back, came to AEW yesterday, I'd have been like, oh, this might be a shock or whatever it is. I can imagine if you were in the crowd for the tapings, what a shock, um, what a shock it might be. I, I don't know. I, it was hard for me to get into it because it's like, oh, so this is how they do it. And it kind of sucks because I I agree with you. I wish they would have pushed it off just one more week. I wish they would have have done it where you can let the shock breathe and then Taya Valkyrie goes over to whatever it is, to AEW. But there might be a segment. There might be, like you said, we go, she goes to the undead realm and she's there for a little bit and we get Havoc back. The match itself was fine. I like how stiff Taylor Wilde has become and also agree that this was a showcase for Kylan King. But again, this to me was just the air was sucked out of this match, which kind of sucked. Yeah, I get it. If you're following what's going on between other companies, it gets a little, it gets yeah. a little un- unfortunate, a little frustrating. Uh, RH with the super chat. Thank you saying, and new knockouts world tag team champions, the coven. Kylan King is making her presence felt. Also, Cresta is my spirit animal. There you go. Listen, you know who my spirit animal is? A clown. So honk, honk. I love you. <laughs> and also RH saying it's the Excalibuster. That's what uh, Kylan King's finish is called, which is great. I'm, I'm a big fan. That's, of that. a, that's a nice name. Yeah, love it. Uh, so we run down the card for Sacrifice real quick. Next week, we will be here talking Impact as we always do. And on Friday night next week, we will have our post-Sacrifice show on Fightful. Um, or the, as I call it, the post sacrifice 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 show on fightful so there we go uh josh alexander rich swan and kazarian take on time machine that is kushida and the motor city machine guns knockout subtle match mickey james versus jordan grace looking forward to that busted open which is a first blood match it's tommy dreamer versus bully ray please let this be the end of busted open island for the digital media championship it's brian myers versus joe hendry because we all believe Speedball versus Gresham is a big match. That's going to be there. Uh, tag titles. It's going to be Ace of Bays versus TMDK. It's going to be Shane Haste and Bad Dude Tito representing the Mighty Dope Meal from New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm excited for that, especially after Shane Haste gave the best promo in Impact history last week. Did you watch it, Cresta Star? I was dying. Please go back Sorry. and watch it. If you're going to watch one thing from the week that you missed, that promo. I will. Are send you trolling me? Are you trolling no. me? So good. So good. He had a match with Speedball Mike Bailey, and he went balls to the wall in his promo. 
before facing speedball. Okay, okay. I'll take your word for it because you did you did give me the gift of Taz, my balls. I know. I saw it. I saw it. Cup. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Surayer or Trent Surayer. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Giselle Shaw takes on Deanna Perrazzo, and for the X Division Championship, Trey Miguel faces a hand-picked opponent of Santino Morella's. Who the hell is it going to be? Do you have anyone on your mind? The first thing that came to my mind was Juice Robinson. But like, why, why, why would he come to you? <laughs> Not hard. Uh, Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Swingman would be hilarious if he bought his way in. Uh, I don't know who it could be for Trey. I, it's a week before multiverse or less than a week before multiverse. Do you bring in someone from new Japan? Maybe someone from the dojo, but then who? That's the thing. I do not know. I don't know either. I'm lost on this one. Santino puts on his boots and gets in the ring. <laughs> that, I mean, I've, I've watched him wrestle in 2023. Um, maybe you give it to Kevin Knight. He had a great showing in Impact for a couple of weeks. What about Yuha Yuamara? If Yuya's is cleared, that would be fun. He hasn't been seen because he uh, took a uh, he, he took a shot to the head. Um, so we'll see. It, it would be nice to see Yuya. It would be a big return for him, too, considering he's been off TV for the last few weeks. That would I be real that. cute. I don't hate that. That's a good idea. Uh, and then Impact said that they're going to do a live show before Multiverse, so that's going to be a, a pre-show. We'll be here after Multiverse of Matches. Multiverse of, what do they call it? It's Multiverse of Matches. Is matches, babe. I thought it was something else. Multiverse, Multiverse United. Multiverse of Matches was the one a few years ago. Oh, I'm sorry, babes. I'm stupid. Multiverse <laughs> United, only the strong survive is the full title of this show for some reason. What is, Okay. That is almost as long as the Chris Jericho Spirit Bomb Cruise Rocket Rager at Sea Part Death. <laughs> there are up to five of those now. Jesus Christ. Well, because they wanted to say only the strong survive because New Japan's strong. That's their uh -huh. whole thing. And the, the, the do dojo's in LA. So that's the thing. Um, but yeah, they just sort of called it Multiverse United and that's it. Anyway. Next week on the show, Deanna Perrazzo takes on Savannah Evans. Moose takes on Brian Myers. Joe Hendry uh, sorry, Moose and Myers take on Henry and Dango, and then Time Machine takes on the design. That that should be good. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a fun a fun show before the uh, before the pay per view. Yeah, uh, Dobby the Brain Heenan drops us a super chat before we get to the main event, saying, "I want to. I was going to say Stu Grayson was going to be the the opponent for Trey Miguel, but now that he's all elite again, I guess not. Figured being in Canada, it was possible, but not anymore. Yes, yeah, Stu Grayson." is all elite again. He got re-signed to AEW after his Period. match uh, in Winnipeg. That's great news. Period. We love that. I love wrestlers getting money. I'm going to see his tag team partner this weekend, and I'm going to ask him all about it. Get all up in his grill. Do your investigative journalism. Buddy, it's a busy week. I got, I got Greek Town Wrestling on Saturday. Mm. I've got GCW on Sunday. Ugh. And then eventually I got other stuff to do. So who knows? Regardless. Ugh, good luck at GCW. My stomach's already doing this for you. <laughs> I'm just going to be perched. It's in a venue that I'm very familiar with because it's in like a music venue that I know almost intimately. Uh -huh. uh, so I know exactly where to go to like not deal with most of the shit. <laughs> so, I'm just thinking of the blood, girl. Ooh. 
Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I could escape it because I know where oh. to go to not have to be watching all the stuff. Fine. Oh, where to go to where like concessions. Oh, I got oh concessions backstage, which is like downstairs and like a little alcove, and that's what I got you. I got you. I am I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, you get it. Let's get to the main event. It's Alexander Swan and Kazarian versus Ace of Bays and Kenta. First of all, Cresta Star, they fixed the bullet club entrance. It's no longer that squashed aspect ratio. Yeah. Now it's just the black bars. It's properly cropped. I'm into that. I'm, I'm a bit of a film and TV nerd. So I just like it when things look and sound good. They did it well this time. Uh, this is a really fun match. I loved everything except for the finish. Yeah. I mean, I kind of was wondering how they were going to book this. Cause you have your tag team champions on one side, you have your world champion on the other and on the same side that the tag team champion is Kenta and not for nothing. There are a few names in wrestling right now where people will kiss the ground you walk on and Kenta's one of them. So I was like, how are you going to get out of this? Because it wouldn't look bad on the team of world champions, Swan, Alexander, Kazarian, if y'all lost, but who's taking that pin? Ace Austin, your current champion. Bay, your current champion. Certainly not Kenta. Then you look over on the champion side, it's like, well, Kazarian just got back, and Alexander's definitely not going on his back. Swan, yes, Swan just lost, but come on now. I I think the match itself was great. Um, <laughs> I have to point out when Ray Walt told Tom Hannafin, well, your brain is very small. <laughs> Why did you cook this man like that? Oh, because he was like, oh, that's a big brain. But he's like, well, I don't understand what he would do. It's like, well, your brain is very small. I'm like, wow, that is your broadcast colleague. Honestly, honestly, a, a key. Um, honestly, Bobby Fish, too, was mentioned a lot during both. Anytime they mentioned these matches. So is Bobby Fish coming back? Is Bobby Fish the handpicked person for Trey Miguel? Oh, my God, no. Because they mentioned him at the top of the show, and then they mentioned him, I think, twice during this match because he challenged. Um, it's about every time he's on an open challenge, um, for Josh Alexander. But we're like, okay, but there's been a million people. Why y'all keep bringing up Bobby Fish? Now, I don't hate Bobby Fish, but why y'all keep bringing up Bobby Fish? I hope it's Laredo Kid versus Trey Miguel. We don't want to see the <laughs> where is the lie, Cresta Star. Where's the lie? CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, anyway. Look in my eyes. <laughs> Let's talk about the match. The match itself was really fun. The six, the six man tag. Yes. There is some really cool stuff. Um, I like that Kazarian is still focused on using that chicken wing as his finish, as, as his submission finish. That's really good. Kenta and Alexander, of course, exchange a lot of uh, blows early because they've got a match coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get I to, can't wait for that. That's, that's going to be real good. Oh, just them in the ring when they were just doing this power spot. I was like, yeah, really big yes. fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do a cool spot where Josh Alexander catches Chris Bay as he's going for her. And Rana gets a massive backbreaker in. Mm-hmm. And then Swan goes for the 450, hits it. Gets a 2.9, but then Ace Austin pulls out Rich Swan, knocks him out, kind of gets cocky, sits on the ring, and Josh hits him with that low body splash to the outside that looks real good. Uh, and then later on, Chris Bay sets up for his slingshot to the outside. And Kazarian meets him on the way down with a cutter of his own, taking everybody out. This was the spot of the match. It was yeah. so good and so well-timed. I can't even like... 
begin to tell you why you should watch it. <laughs> it's one of those things where you can hear someone in the background yelling, oh, the humanity, all oh, the man on the floor. It was such a good spot. It was a good multi-man spot. And it didn't look, a, like, I feel like some of these big multi-man spots can look clumsy. But like you said, it was so fluid into that catch. It, it was really good. It was really good. And then they get back in the ring and Josh Alexander is about to put away Ace Austin but he gets distracted by something and you don't even notice that he's getting distracted. He looks like he's looking at the other side of the ring as they're kind of resetting, but no commentary brings up that, you know, Oh, Josh is getting distracted and he sees Steve Macklin. Who's not like at the top of the stage, but he's at the corner of the top of the stage where he couldn't even make his way down if he tried. And so for some reason that gets Josh Alexander distracted and he whatever he can't close it off on ace austin and then they end up getting ace of bays hit the fold into the art of finesse on rich swan and that's the win it's an awful finish to a great match otherwise i get we talked about earlier steve macklin taking huge l taking huge w's getting huge w's and this is a big l for josh alexander he didn't take the pin but his team still lost there's there's the mental game that Macklin continues to play that factors into the match at rebellion that we're going to get. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate the Macklin's in your head because he's standing at the top of the ring or standing right. at the top of the, the stage in the corner that I didn't like. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Because like literally, I'm going to try to help. Guys, if you didn't watch it, but it was literally Macklin doing this. Like, like, what, what, what in the, I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo is happening. This is, this is the same guy who had to fight Bully Ray, who had to see his wife almost get two soul piles. Like, you, so he's going to be distracted from a, Thank on, you. Like, like, come on, come on. Thank and you. it kind of makes Macklin look stupid. It, <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is this? Because Macklin's not going to sneak you. Macklin's going to attack you straight up because Macklin's confident. But if you were going to do that, there's another way to, it was just so far. If you had had Macklin sitting front row, you know, suddenly he just came and pulled up a chair mm-hmm. and that got Josh thrown off for a second. Cool. But because he was all the way up at the top of the stage in the corner where like you had to find the camera angle to do it. That I didn't like. I thought that so was serious. Yeah. So unserious. Again, the rest of the match was so good and there were so many bright spots it just that that took me out of it when when Josh gets distracted by something so silly, that's what does it. Like and it, it wasn't even like he was attacking. So it was just it was literally just him just being a creep. And I'm like, again, I think there's a better way to use Macklin there because especially like I said, Macklin will come at you straight forward and he's beat ev- he's beaten everybody in that ring literally except for Kenta. He's beaten everybody in that at uh, Kenta and Alexander. You've beaten everybody else in that ring. So I don't understand that. And then again, Josh Alexander has been through some shit. You literally just wrestled Bully Ray, who was doing mind games for months, bro. You think a little peekaboo is going to stop him? And I, what, what's happening? Santino, I'm calling Joel's dad. <laughs> there are people who have never, uh, who, who don't get the bit, but here you go. <laughs> Come on now. They're both from Canada. Both wear glasses. Yep. Have a beer? Coincidence? I think not. The evidence speaks for itself. We could go to Mari Povich and settle this. <laughs> Scott, I'm telling you, if we can, if we can meet up in Toronto and talk about this, I'm sure we could smooth everything out. Joel's actual parents watching this, like, 
They're not watching tonight because they are on vacation, thankfully. Ah, uh, come on. That's cute. Only my parents are the ones who could be like, his beard's getting grayer. I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, I see you. Damn. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you great. Anyway, therapy's great. Uh, that's that's Impact from March 16th. This this was a really fun episode that just the finish took it out of me. Yeah. I I would give I give it a four out of five because the finish and the tie of Valkyrie. Those are my only two complaints. Overall, the show progressed quite nicely on the way to sacrifice. You don't want to blow your load, so to speak, two weeks out. Next week is when you're gonna go to pump it because that very next night, that's when sacrifices. I just wish that we could have waited. Four tires, big reveal in AEW, but also I'm really happy for it. Get your money, honey. Wrestle where you want to wrestle. But that's it. Yeah, and the, fin- the finish too. I didn't. There was, there was a better way to do that. Joe- yeah. yeah, there was. Uh, once again, folks, next week we will be here on Thursday night talking about Impact Wrestling. We will be here on the Friday as well talking about Impact Sacrifice and all of that. And then the following Thursday, March the 30th, after Multiverse of Matches, Multiverse United, whatever they call it this week. <laughs> Uh, we'll be there for that post show on Thursday, March 30th. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Scott Demore is now the president of impact wrestling. So dad, congratulations. Very proud of you. I hope I get that Nepo hire. I've always wanted. Yes. Yeah. Crest the star. Where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me anywhere. You can type Crest the star. That's C R E S T A S T A R R like a pirate. I'm on twitch.tv every Monday and Wednesday where we watch AEW and Monday Night Raw. Thursdays, I am here with the illustrious, beautiful Joel Pearl right after the Ring of Honor post show. So make sure you tune in for that as well. Um, I'm muggling every other day of the week, so you can follow me on Twitter. I really just shit post a lot about wrestling. So if you like that, Twitter, Cresta V Star, and Linktree in my bio. Joe Pearl, where can they find Joe Pearl? Who's that? Who knows? Who knows at this point? Joe Pearl, where can they find you at? I'm easy to find. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Tons of stuff going on. Just follow the stuff that I'm doing and you'll be good to go. Uh, that's it. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. See you next time. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.